Hey, welcome to I Want to Be Your Canary. This is a Final Fantasy podcast. My name is Cullen, and with me here today is my dear friend, Mr. Scooter. Hello, everybody. How are you, sir? Doing all right, doing all right. How about yourself? I'm pretty, pretty good. It's been a hot second, but uh, we're back. We're here. We're still alive. We're ready been busy what have you been up to like let life the, let the people know they don't want to know about my life okay they, they i mean you can boast about your life uh well it's been busy uh teaching's been busy and coaching cross country's been busy so pretty much go. got busy, busy, busy. i mean get to school at 5 15 in the morning every day and usually don't get home until about you know i don't know 6 30 <laughs> so every day is a grind but we put in the extra time here for everyone out there. We're putting in that right. extra time. We're putting in that extra time. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Hey, so today we are going to uh, skip to the forefront of the most modern of the Final Fantasy games and talk about Final Fantasy 15. Final Fantasy 15. You know, before we talk about 15, I just I'm just going to tangent really quick. There are. With all the Final Fantasy remakes and ports that are coming out, mm-hmm. or the remasters, rather, um, there's just so many games that are in my library right now. It's I do the same thing with games that I do with books. Is I buy games, and then I don't play them. And I buy books, <laughs> and I don't read them. I mean, I like are, am I the only one there, or do you, are you kind of no, in that No, no, I... I have had that uh, that conundrum for a long time, and I've I've tried to get, uh, get out of that. Where if I buy a game or a book nowadays, I try to commit myself to finish it or at least attempt to, you know. Yeah. But uh, I am guilty of going on Steam sales in the summer and maybe have one or two games in my Steam library that I haven't played yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I right now, I mean, I'm still playing 12. I'm you know playing six on my computer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bought nine. I haven't really played it. I bought eight. I'm kind of playing it right now. But there's a new Star Ocean that's coming out, or not a new Star Ocean, Ooh. but that Star Ocean that. Uh, first is it first encounter or okay. first departure? First departure. And I love the Star Ocean series, and I've never played first departure. I played Second Story, which it's pretty much the same game as far as mechanics and engines go. Mm-hmm. Um, and Star Ocean Second Story is one of my all-time favorite games. So this first departure mm-hmm. coming out, it's got me totally jacked. So you, you got a, a full load to get through. Dude, when I retire in a million years not, from now... You're not going to have a shortage of things to do. I'm not going to have a shortage of things to do, yeah. Boy, so that's, You know, that's a, that's a thing to look forward to. Yeah, I, I just got to put in my, you know, 35 years or whatever, and yeah, I'm going to be yeah. good to go. It'll flash by in an instant. I'm pretty much there already. I'm pretty much on my in my uh, golden years right now. Hey, nothing better than that. <laughs> that's that's right. <laughs> oh man. Well, that being said, it is uh, it is nice to be it is nice to be back. That's for sure. 
uh, doing one of these. Uh, really Indeed. appreciate. We've had some people reach out to us on the Twitter machine um, at Canary Podcast, and they've just been like, "Hey, just uh, wondering." Um, how things are going and if you're going to drop some more stuff soon. So that's that's pretty cool because I'm sitting yeah. there thinking like, oh, wow, people do care. That's pretty cool. Yeah. They like us Thanks, much. mom. Or they like us well <laughs> enough. Yeah. No, even, even yeah, even outside of uh, direct uh, familial lineage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. I've, I've been seeing some of that and uh, Ross always talks about it too. So yeah. it's always super cool to... Uh, to have fans out there that want more content. So here we go. That's right. That's right. All right. So let's jump right into it. Final Fantasy 15 uh, is, you know, the newest Final Fantasy I, I, uh, that has been on one of the main systems, right? Uh, mm-hmm. the, obviously, the, the latest in that numeric, you know, the big daddies. I feel, right. always feel like if you got a number next to you, then that's how you know you're a... a Real deal Final Fantasy, except Tactics. That's a real deal one, too. Uh, But 15 is the newest one. But if you were to play 15 and then play all the other ones, you'd probably think you were playing a different series or an entirely different game. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I... I, Good or bad, I I mean, you tell me, but... Yeah, I mean, it. well, it leaves me with mixed emotions about, you know, how I feel about this game in general for Final Fantasy. Um, because, yeah, you're you're kind of hitting the nail on the head there is that it is a departure or a change of pace from uh, the previous entries big time. So, yeah. Uh. And we know and we've talked about Final Fantasy has gone, you know, with 11 and 14 and 12. They did that... Um, more real time kind of what I call that faux turn based. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But with Final Fantasy 15, they went like full Kingdom Hearts, full Diablo mm-hmm. 3, button mashing. Yeah. You can hold almost what circle button down, I think, is attack in this game and square is dodge, and it's almost all you need to do. You're just wailing um, on people. Mm-hmm. They're yeah, the combat, uh it I mean, if you're looking for, I think we've talked about this, if you're looking for that old school turn base, this is not it at all. Um, but if you like that Kingdom Hearts kind of action-y, um, fast-paced, button-mash kind of combat, this is up your alley then. Um, I I could have left it, you know. Um, I don't... Uh, I don't know if I would enjoy playing it again just for the combat. Sure. I you think... Know? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. That's all I was going to say. Okay, so I was going to ask you this question. Do you think that this type of combat is a reach towards a new or younger uh, fan base to try and um, capture in that younger fan base? Or do you think it is just we wanted to try something new and this is it? Well, so... If you remember in the in when you load this game in in the the PlayStation was, I think it came out on PC too now but when you load it in on the PlayStation anyway one of the first scenes that you see before even the um, title screen is something that says uh, a Final Fantasy for fans or for new and old or something along those lines right mm-hmm, that's and right it's it's kind of it was it threw me off a little bit at first because I popped it in and I'm going ah oh, geez so this is gonna be totally different. You know, and it is. 
Um, but they kind of set you up for that. Um, I, I I would say, yeah, it has to be a, uh, a you know, a tactic or whatever you want to call it to lure in new, uh, new consumers and new people to uh, the series. Um, maybe they were concerned that the old timers like us are getting bored of the turn-based stuff, but, you know, that's sure. a tough one to answer. Sure, yeah, and I, it, 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 you know, Square has been developing, or Square Enix has been, you know, developing Kingdom Hearts, which has become immensely popular, and that type of turn-based, or excuse me, that type of battle system is not turn-based, it's very action-oriented, so... Mm-hmm. Maybe they said, well, you know, we have a lot of success with we have a lot of success with Kingdom Hearts. If we can turn the Final Fantasy towards that similar combat structure, then maybe we're going to encapsulate or, you know, reach a whole lot of new fans who may have always thought of, oh, Final Fantasy, you know, you go, I go, you go, I go. Mm-hmm. So And you know, it it uh from seeing reviews around the interwebs and YouTubes and whatnot. Um, it did seem to capture a different audience for that reason. The combat was no longer just a... For some people, the turn-based is extremely tedious and boring, and I totally understand that. Sure. Um, you know, but uh, what, what are your thoughts on the combat? Did you enjoy it? Uh, I thought it was fun. It, it was very not Final Fantasy. If mm-hmm. this was not a Final Fantasy game, uh, I probably would never play it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm I'm kind of a snob or I'm kind of particular, I guess, about my RPGs um, for no other reason than I just I just a little pretentious that way, I guess, admittedly. But it was fun. I enjoyed it. I think that uh, as a Final Fantasy, it was a pretty good game. But as far as just talking strictly combat, mm-hmm. I was nervous at first, and then when I got into it, I said, "Well, this is a, obviously this deviates from typical Final Fantasy." But I mm-hmm. am enjoying it, and I am having a good time. I'm it, not it gonna. S- yeah. I'm not gonna say that it's gonna rank as one of my favorites. Right. Um, and I and I much prefer the turn based. But you know, I, I went into this game with an open mind, thinking, okay, I know it's not gonna be turn based. So let's just play it as you know. Let's just. I'm just gonna play it for face value. Just mm-hmm. gonna take it at that and understand that, yeah, they're probably trying to reach a newer, younger audience who doesn't have maybe the patience um, for a turn-based. And like you said, I, I get it. I feel like it is really an acquired taste. It's like baseball. Like I can sure. watch baseball all day and really enjoy it. Whereas people go, baseball is such a slow game it's to watch. Like, and, yeah, and, and I some, get it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and so, and to touch on the combat, my last little bits of notes here, um, the camera angles during the combat got wonky at times. Um, you would run into a, you know, a heavily forested area and you have no idea where your character is. Um, or the camera would sometimes go inside a huge giant monster you're fighting and it just was clipping and looked weird. Yeah. Had a little bit of issue with that. Um, that and the difficulty curve of the combat never felt like it scaled. It just was always default for me was we're going to win easily. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I never was stressing about stacking potions or, you know, any cures or anything like that. And, and let alone, um, 
<laughs> your health goes down a little bit and you get the chance to summon stuff because it, it felt like once you had summons, it, you can't lose, you know? Um, Agreed. So I, I, don't know if I, I don't know if I enjoyed that. It was a little too easy for me. But, uh, yeah, anyway, that's all I have for the combat notes. You know, I, I agree with you on that. I never felt like there was a time in the game, like, ever, yeah, I, I think I died maybe once or twice. But for the most part, I always felt relatively in control and like mm-hmm. I was going to be okay uh, in battle. Um, there were a couple of times, like I said, I did die because I just, I ran into something just way over my head. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's just my hubris, just right? Good old, yeah, but just that's just good old RPGs. <laughs> flying too close to the sun. No. Um, but yeah, I, the combat, you know, very different. Like I said, I if somebody pitched me this game, oh, it's a good RPG, it's called blah, 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 whatever, I would probably say, eh, I don't know. Like, there's enough yeah, RPGs out there again. that I need to play. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Uh, I, I, you know... It, it, it was okay. There were there were other yeah. quality things about the game. You know, some of the yeah. combo stuff I enjoyed when you could link up with Prompto and uh, when you could yeah, link yeah. up with Gladios and when you could link up with uh, Ignis for like kind of that special attack. That was cool. Um, the summons were, were cool. I really enjoyed those and how they did that. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they only come at certain times. But the other thing that I have here was the magic. And the magic was like kind of tedious to use because you had to make it and then you had to equip it as to one of your, but man, holy smokes. If you were ever in a bind. Oh yeah. (laughs) That was the only time I used magic was if it was like, okay, I need to just go all out here, toss some flares there or, or, you know, mix them up real quick in the menu and then toss them out. I rarely, I got to say, though, I think over the course of the game, rarely use magic. Sure. And I only really did when it was, like, dire straits and I was Necessary. in trouble. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, if yeah, I wanted yeah. to end something pretty quickly or had a bunch of bo- a bunch of guys to fight. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, let me end this really quick. And then it was, you know, you toss that out there and it's, it's over. Mm-hmm. So... Magic was the you know the way that they did it. I thought was I didn't like having to make it. I mean, I like having those abilities kind of be innate abilities given mm-hmm. to a learned character. or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, learned or you know whatever. But uh, the way that they did it was you know it was a very modern game, even though it mm-hmm. had that uh, sense of like kingdoms and feudalism about it, uh, which was cool. It was it was kind mm-hmm. of it was really a cross between original like NES NES. RPGs with the or Final Fantasies with uh, castles Which, and kingdoms, and yeah, obviously like a very a very modern tinge to it as well. Yeah, yeah. It it it's funny you mention that now, but I'm starting to draw more connections to the older ones. But it, when I first played through, the only thing that stood out to me, and I think you had this in your notes, was the Magitech, uh, relating back to four or six, 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 and that's. Besides that and chocobos and a few other, you know, tropes, uh, no old games really came to my mind through this one. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. I, anyway. When when you meet the Dragoon, I kind of, whenever I see a Dragoon in one of the games, I think <laughs> of Kane from 4. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Dragoons aren't particular to Final Fantasy or that's just kind of the, the correlation that I have in my head where I think that that's kind of mm-hmm. cool. 
but I think you're right. There's there's not aside from monsters and some of the typical Final Fantasy tropes that you see in all of the games, there's really not a whole lot of things that, you know, hearken it back to like, oh, like this is totally Final Fantasy. I no I feel it it's in not like every playing step. number nine. Yeah. 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 Let's, you know, is there anything else that you have about battles? So the oh, the last little bit that I was just going to touch on is the weapons yeah. system in it. Um, it's it was it was meh. I mean, I enjoyed it, uh, especially towards the end when you got to start questing the legendary uh, weapons. Um, I kind of enjoyed that bit, uh, but it. I don't know. You had so many choices to choose from: pole arms, daggers, dual wielding daggers, uh, axes, giant broadswords, medium swords. You know, the whole list for Noctis. But everybody else only had one choice of weapon, so they were locked into their character class basically. But uh, it was kind of interesting to see the different uh, ways you could play the combat with those different weapons. But ultimately, it just came back to the same thing, which is hold down circle. Yeah. <laughs> So I kind of got, you know, I, I it, it wasn't as impactful, the different weapons in the game as it could have been, um, I guess. I, I totally agree because I, I always felt like either way, whatever weapon I really choose, I'm going to be super powerful. Whereas, yeah. you know, you take a look at some, uh, you know, other games where, and it's more job switching, I guess, where, you know, mm-hmm. if I'm playing tactics or I'm playing another game, you know, and I get, you know, I, I'm have a choose, you know, bow and arrow, I'm going to do significantly less damage than, you know, if I am a, a knight or something like that. And right. the, in this game, it's kind of like, well, you know, you got all, for the most part, you have all of these just bladed, you know, close quarters combat weapons, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you're going to kick butt regardless. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you did kind of find one that fit your style, if you want to call it that, you know, either heavy or light weapons, and that's kind of what I went through uh, the whole game with. But uh, um, it was interesting how they incorporated them into the story, you know, traveling to the different tombs to retrieve uh, your heirlooms, I guess. That was cool. Um, so I, I enjoyed how they tied that into it. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I have for combat. Yeah, and I know we've talked about this in, in some of the other uh, shows, and I talked about it a little bit, was the, the summons were, just to reiterate that, mm-hmm. they were mm-hmm. a visual treat. And yeah, spe- especially in this one, it was, they took it to another level. It was, uh, you don't get to see them nearly as often because you don't have the the on-command ability to pop them out mid-battle. They appear when a specific set of parameters are met with your party. For instance, everybody's health is basically at, you know, 10 HP. Then one of them will show up and save the day. And it is it is really fun to watch, I will say. Anytime Ramu comes down with the lightning and you, yep. you see the sky get dark and, and then the aftermath, you know, is something else to just kind of Oh, so here he comes, here he comes. Whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're all just kind of looking around at the scorched earth after he yeah. throws his bolt down. And it, it is, it, they were very impressive. They were. Very impressive. Um, which, yeah, I, I'm 
I'm excited about, uh, I, I was pretty excited about that. I thought that that was yeah. something cool. And Definitely I hope that's highlight. what they, I hope that's, uh, I hope that they're as detailed and as visually impressive in the future, mm-hmm. um, in Final Fantasy games than they are, you know, where, than they were in 15, because that was pretty cool. Boy, if they, if they continue that down seven remake, I'm all for that. Yeah. You know, you see a little, they, yeah. uh, they released that, uh, uh, I didn't look at it yet. Okay. Uh, we, we'll talk about that on the next time we update the 7 Remake series Damn. or whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm trying to hold off. Yeah, we'll hold off. Um, all right, let's 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 see here. You know, talking about, you know, combat is always just such a huge mechanic. It really is the mechanic that, it's the engine that drives the RPGs, you know, stories yeah. carry it a little bit, but if you get a story with, you know, bad combat, you're gonna be like, I don't really care. This game's, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> not fun. Not fun to play. So, yeah, you know, combat was okay. I mean, we talked about that. Now, the story itself, I, I felt like the story kind of went, all right, I'm, you know, exploring, I'm exploring, I'm having a good time going around in these little quests and doing all the stuff on the, you know, open map. And then you get to one of the chapters and it's like, you get totally railroaded all of a sudden. And then it's like from mm-hmm. chapter, I don't even know what it is, like seven to, I can't remember how many there are now, but there's like, once you get to like seven or eight to the end of the game, you pretty much get railroaded. Like, okay, here we go. The other ones were a little bit slower, mm-hmm. but now we're like full bore, moving forward yes. through the story. It, yes, it uh, became a lot less open world and a lot more linear, especially uh, towards, what, chapter 10 on or whatever. Um, became much more going down corridors and hallways and straight paths, basically, to the objective instead of, you know, taking your time, doing side quests and exploring the world and stuff. And, you know, maybe that was just the way that they wanted to push the story, but... Um, I was really hoping they would have done it in the full open world the whole time, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah, the, I'm with you. Yeah, the, so from my end on the story, um, this is where I get the mixed emotions about the game. Um, I didn't like the story. Um, I know that there is a ton of it that I am not, filled in on because I haven't seen there was a movie that came out before the game was released I'm sure there's you know uh, comic books or whatever to go with it and then there's probably or or the add-ons the DLC storylines that I haven't seen either so there's a lot of gaps in it for me Um, maybe those would fill it in a little bit more but even if they did or did not I still think my opinion on this story would be the same it just it um I don't know. I really, really wanted to like it. I it just fell kind of flat for me. I, I I'm glad that you brought up kind of that DLC stuff, the movie stuff. That you know, all of that stuff just makes me feel like I'm having to do work to oh to get the full to experience get the full of effect, it or something. right? Yeah, and yeah. that's just I, I I don't like that. Like everything that I should have to know about this game, I should be able to get. From the game, I shouldn't have to, like, DLCs, I'm so, like, burnt out on DLCs, free or not. I just, I want to play the game. I want to beat the game. I want everything to be there for me so I can appreciate mm-hmm. the game as, you know, just as its own thing, yeah. right? Well, then, I guess, since neither of us have done that, let's just take it for the, the base game that we'll talk about. Oh, yeah. Um, 
so in the base game story, it, it you know it, it starts out where you have to leave your home and go on this uh, political kind of uh, quest, I guess, where you're supposed to go make uh, buddies with another nation because wars are coming and all this stuff or whatever. So it's typical Final Fantasy, you know, kind of uh, stuff, and it 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 felt like it tried to do the number seven thing and it just didn't work um the whole Aerith death thing i i don't know i didn't like that part and then after that i was just kind of turned off the villain i really did enjoy erden or arden yeah um i the this voice acting i gotta say it certain parts of the voice acting in this were really well done yes and his character was you know just as soon as you see him you're just like yeah he's the bad guy that um, stupid hat but yeah no but in and, and i mean i i I I kind of I don't know. They did a pretty good job on his bit because especially towards the end of those chapters, uh, it it got dark uh, in you know the story mode or in the story way, and uh, that it kept me entertained or it kept me engaged, I guess, until the end of the game. Because um, yeah, the rest of the story just I don't know. I mean, what what did you think about it? I think that. I mean, the biggest thing with a, a good story has to do, you know, with your pro tags and, you know, a good antagonist doesn't hurt and he was an all right one. Uh, he wasn't mm-hmm. like a Sephiroth or a Kefka or anything like that. Um, no, 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 It was no. obviously a very interesting relationship between him and Noctis. But, you know, at, for, as far as your pro tags go, Noctis would have been an okay protagonist if he had a different supporting cast. But it was pretty mm-hmm. much like, here's Noctis, here's nerdy food noctis here is gym rat noctis and here is kind of mopey uh photography noctis that's what they all kind of seem like to me they all dress the same they all kind of look the same um and so so it was it was i thought noctis was okay he was mopey he was kind of uh he kind of reminded me of of squall a little bit from eight yeah he didn't care yeah he was just kind of a um yeah, just kind of this like downer, could be this downer kind of mopey dude. Uh, but I, I, and I could have done, I could have done okay with that if the other characters didn't didn't just remind me of just carbon copies of him. And they, yeah. I just thought his, I thought his supporting cast was just weak. And if there was a little bit more, you know, diversity amongst the characters. Uh, I mm. would, I think I would have appreciated that as protagonist more, but mm. I mean, they were okay, but they were just so much the same. It just, it was, it just got yeah, old. It really was. Yeah. Um, I, I totally agree with that, that part. I mean, had they been from different towns or had they been from different parts of the world or, you know, had, had a more diverse backstory to each one. And again, maybe this is something that we're missing out on on the DLCs and we'll never know, but who cares? Yeah. <laughs> um, it, you know, um, with with the characters, yeah, I, I did enjoy the whole road trip slash camp s- sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was kind of fun way to, to uh, have a game, ha- have a reason to save your game, you know? Sure. And the save point changed entirely which you know i thought that was kind of cool yeah um, it, it was it was certainly different it was innovative to the series no doubt yeah 
I don't know if you could count the car as a character, but it it was fun to drive around. It's it's not Grand Theft Auto, and you're not going to be having fun flying off cliffs and no. big jumps and stuff. But it is fun and kind of relaxing at times to put it on cruise and just watch the world go by. Um, yeah, so th- that's kind of all I have for characters. I mean, and, and again, the uh, the love interest in this one, I, her performance was okay. It just was so forgettable. Yeah. Um, you know, it's so. it's kind of the story like have you seen an avatar? No, I have not. Well, I, I wish know, I was. I know, you. I know, I know, I know. Um okay. Avatar was was <laughs> just so forgettable. For as much money yeah. as got pumped into that movie and as much hype as it got, it was such a forgettable movie. And hmm. I mean it, you know, at, at its at its time it was it was the most grossing film like of all time, but you know, you couldn't remember one line from that movie. And I kind of felt like the storyline for 15 was kind of that way. It was, it was more, yeah, pretty forgettable. Yeah. I, I remember a lot more about the game, uh, world map than I do about the story, to be honest. Oh, Um, agreed. Which, which if you want to segue to talk about that a little bit, um, I mean, it's, what were your thoughts on the world map when you first got out of the well, out of the the beginning zone? I, I should say. Well, it was it was for it was really aside from, you know, it was mm, the open world was is relatively new to Final Fantasy, and mm-hmm. I thought that the world itself was pretty gorgeous. Um, I I really enjoyed all the stuff that you could do. I loved the ability to side quest in this, and side quest is something that I that I enjoy because then I feel like I can just appreciate the environment more, and I can appreciate not just blowing through a game really quickly uh, because there's yeah. only one quest to do, and it's the main quest. So the world itself, I thought, was was quite beautiful, um, and I, I did really enjoy it. That was something I thought that they did a really good job of. What about you? Yeah. Yeah, It um, the first... I, th- I think that was one of the things I enjoyed the most about this game was the first kind of time you get out of Hammerhead and you get the car yourself and then you kind of move on to the whole map uh, in the second stage of the game. And it was one of those... I, I love having the ability to just go wherever I want and, you know go poke around and walk around places that are totally new and different and this game had a lot of that um it i wish it was bigger i think that was the only thing i took away from it um i wish it was the old school kind of like final fantasy where the world is a globe and you can fly around the entire thing yeah and in in this one it's more like the world is a very large island kind of like grand theft auto's done in a lot of their games Um, and I get that for, you know, uh, limitations for the console and everything, but, uh, part of me just really wanted to see the, the, you know, you go to the edge and you just keep going around and you start over again. Um, the towns, they had some really memorable towns, um, Lestalem, uh, Hammerhead, um, the Coastal Del Rey, or I forget the name of that little fishing town, that first one that you go to. There's some really really fun scenes in those especially as i mean and (laughs) if we forgot to mention this this game is gorgeous on graphically it is fantastic looking uh squeenix does not they they put a lot of time and effort into how the game looks and it shows and so 
when you're you know going through these cool towns around the world and the sun goes down you see the sunset and stuff and it's it's something else to look at um the other thing i have on the world map is there's a lot of really interesting little um places to discover that you wouldn't think you could normally um specifically the one i think most people would uh immediately uh, realize what that one is the one of those final dungeons where you have to mm -hmm. get spoiler alert um the flying car to get to which even when you have the flying car landing over in that dungeon area is a pain in the butt <laughs> can't tell you how many times i crashed that car trying to get there um but there's a lot of you know different little things like that to discover different dungeons and stuff um i enjoyed that um I didn't, and I think I mentioned this, I didn't enjoy the the latter chapters where the world map kind of goes to the wayside and you're just going down hallways and stuff. Yeah. It, yeah, just, you know. Um, what else on it? I think that's about it for me. I, I think I would echo your point about, you know, finding those dungeons. I thought those were cool, being able to poke around those uh, to get, you know, um, your, your uh, what is it? What is the, uh, it's kind of like your, Kind of like your limit break, the amicus. Is that what it's called? Something. Yeah, no, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's something like that. To yeah. find all yeah. of that stuff, I thought was was pretty cool. You know, it was a cool little side quest, and uh, the mm. yeah, I <laughs> just it is a very beautiful map. You know, visually, it's very stunning. Uh, there is a lot of cool mm -hmm. stuff that you can do. It is a pretty good sized map. Um, mm -hmm. Your there are you know some of some of the most memorable characters are. You know, some of the ones that you just kind of run into, you know, during these little side quests or whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it, I, I enjoyed that stuff. I enjoyed, you know, those towns and uh, the, the world was, you know, well done, well rendered. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, and the side questing that you could do and, you know, the hunts that you could get. I thought those were kind of mm -hmm. cool. I enjoyed I enjoyed doing yeah, hunts. Yeah, and yeah, on side questing, I think that was, and I guess we should tie into this like mini games and stuff into this. They, and if I'm not mistaken, maybe I just totally missed it. They didn't have a card game or anything like that in this no. one. Um, it was the mini games were pretty much the chocobo stuff and then the um, well the hunts. Um, I'm trying to rattle my brain if there's anything else I'm missing just for side questing. There, I mean, obviously, little side quests here and there. Yeah, but, like, um, more of the games. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I don't know that... Uh, I don't know that there really was... There certainly was no Triple yeah. Triad, no uh, mm -mm. Um, Tetra Master, or... I mean, there was that kind of that co Chocobo racing... I didn't really get too into it. There yeah. was that was a, that was another thing. There was just so much to do that I never really got yeah. too deep into like you know the chocobo races. Like okay, I, I won right. one, cool. Um, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I think. And if you win more, the only thing that does is unlock some abilities for your bird on the road and stuff while you're out exploring, like uh, longer jump distance or higher jump distance stuff like that. I forget exactly what, but. Um, yeah, no, it, uh, it. I mean, it kept you entertained pretty much throughout, though, mm -hmm. just exploring the world. So yeah. didn't need too much for mini games. It would have been fun to have a card game. Yeah, it's always fun to have Come a card on. game. Um, all right, let's take a look. Let's see what else, uh, what else I have here. Um, 
Yeah, characters didn't really, you know, dig the characters. We talked about that. One of the things that actually bothered me, and I know I've talked about this on one, maybe two uh, earlier episodes, was one of the first mm-hmm. things that when you meet Sid, and I think it's his granddaughter, mm-hmm. uh, it's it was just it. She was so over the top, like. You know, yeah, just yeah. the, I think I've talked about just the over-sexualization or the hyper-sexualization of, you know, video game characters and women in particular um, in video games. It's like, you know, what did this come out in 2015? It's like, this is 2015. And like the first, it might be the first woman you see. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But um, it's like, okay. It just seems, uh, it seems a little inappropriate. Uh, I, I if it was real life, somebody would be telling her to cover up. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It, <laughs> working on cars and yeah. Um, it yeah. I you know, I think you could either point to that they have to sell stuff and it sells, or you could point to maybe that it's just a crazy funny Japanese kind of world, or I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, I get what you're saying. It is kind of one of those things. I remember going, "Oh, okay, is the whole rest of the game going to be like this mm-hmm. then?" Or yeah, you know. And um, I mean, I've, you know, I, 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 you know, I go on Reddit and you know have Final Fantasy discussions sometimes, and you know, I I've made comments about like just that hypersexualization is you know unnecessary and um inappropriate and uh, kind of demeaning and you know people are like oh man you're white knighting for video game characters it's like <laughs> are you kidding me like if that's what you think this is like you live in a fantasy no, world is, um yeah no this is a general conversation about you know what we have to deal with is I, I mean, if you do want to look at it as like a, a reason to sell video games, it sucks that that has to be the reason. But sure, um, yeah, yeah, and it's that that was that was a, a minor thing that I was rather disappointed with. Um, be, I don't know, it's just it honestly just kind of cringy at this point. Like, you know, like what value does that add to the game? Um, it, yeah, because yeah. the biggest thing is is. One of my, I mean, something that this one I feel like really missed out on was having really strong female protags. And I, mm-hmm. I mean, when was the last time yeah, in a Final what? Fantasy game that you didn't have a female protag uh, in your party? You know? Well, that, yeah, that, that was surprising to me right away was, uh, why can't we have, you know, <laughs> instead of all guys, mix yeah, it up a pretty bit. Pretty much all but, the um, same dude. Uh, and mm-hmm. yeah, I, I just, that, that was a whole dimension that was, that was missing. And I'm surprised mm-hmm. at some point I, somebody pop- didn't say, I mean, I know that they had the Dragoon uh, chick that popped in from time to time, but I mean, th- that was it literally just popped in from time to time yeah. and she was, she was totally, you know, like you saw her and you're like, oh man, she's a bad woman. Like, holy smokes. Like I want her on my team. Uh, but she yeah. just pop in, pop out. And yep. yeah, I, I was just surprised. Really that underwhelming. Yeah. 2015 yeah. is the first time that, you know, in a Final Fantasy series, maybe Sans number one, um, where you don't have a female protag in your party. 
it might have turned a lot of people off from the game. I mean, I remember hearing from some people that, you know, they didn't really get into it because of the core group of characters. Um, they're all guys, and it just was like, well, I'm not going to have any, inter any interest in this sure. then. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I get it 100%, and I was disappointed in that fact, too. Um, they could have really expanded on on that person's character that you're talking about, or even having Luna Freya become a party member or something yeah. would have been fun. And, and you know, I would have. Cared and maybe more. she does in one of the DLCs, but like I said, I shouldn't have to depend on DLCs to complete a story for me. Yeah, you yeah. know, I shouldn't have to get the DLC, which is you know really just after the after the fact stuff, uh, to say, oh well, see there they put it in there. It's like you know you make the game. You make the core yep. game, and you you missed on you it took a big swing and a miss on you, some of your characters, and you know you know what we're becoming though, Colin. <laughs> I just have to point out the obvious to everybody: we're becoming grumpy That's old true. men, and I'm okay with yeah. that. But I just I just had to point it out. It, yeah, we <laughs> we are becoming that just like oh well you know back in my day we had. You know, four pro, four female protagonists, and Tara was a, you know, she was a real fighter. Uh, you know, yeah. So, uh, I totally, I totally get that. Uh, at the same, at the same time, though, no, we can also yeah. recognize it's like this is 2015. It, it, it is, it is weird that this game was the one that passed through. You know, because it's like. I mean, if you want to capture the largest audience to buy the game, you, you should include as much of a diverse group as you can, right? So, And that group yeah. was the epitome of uh, homogeny, really. Because uh, mm -hmm. if, yeah. if, I mean, I would think that Square would have learned from Final Fantasy X2 that when you have uh, just mm -hmm. a real homogenous cat, you know, cast of characters, um, you know, that was, wow, that was an all-female character. Character, yeah. so they missed on having uh, you know that element of having a dude in there, and I guess if I, they, yeah. they if they thought well you know people like having an all dude cast, <laughs> you know man that's interesting I never thought about comparing those two but for that reason alone that does make a lot of sense and huh. you know Final Fantasy yeah. a yeah. Final Fantasy X two was you know Final Fantasy you know the after years of uh, you know, it didn't have a, a number yeah, to basically, it. Basically, basically, would it have been as popular as it was? Was it was it popular merely because it had you know a Roman numeral next to it? I don't know, but right. that that was a unless you're my buddy Dyston, you know, or maybe a few others out there. X two was pretty forgettable, and I think that that's in part because of the lack of diversity uh, in the cast, and you know, mm -hmm. like you said, they did just. They didn't have it in 15, and it was all dudes, and they were all pretty much the same dude. Culturally, mm -hmm. I, culturally, yeah. those dudes all grew up in the same pretty much block, on the same That's, block. Right. That's That was the big point I was going to try and make was that it was just a lack of diversity from, like, background stories from around the world or, you know, who knows what. G just give us a little more spice in that. Um, but uh, let's see, characters, world map, story. I've got a few go more to go it. through it. here. Um, music is one of them. And um, oh, I 
put it on in my ears real quick so I can hear it again. I, okay, I will admit, when I first got this game, I popped it in the, the disc, and I, and I think I texted both you and Ross this. Is I just sat and listened to the opening introduction screen music mm-hmm. for probably a half an hour. Just just on loop. Just It's a three-minute song, but, you know, mm-hmm. that's me. Um, I A lot of the music I really did enjoy in this mm-hmm. game. Um, it was grand. It was orchestral. It... Uh, the melodies were interesting. They, they kind of, you know, they had hooks. Um, then again, you know, um, you know, okay, here's an interesting thing to think about. Do you think, so this is Yoko Ishimomura. I'm going to butcher that last name, is who did most of this album. And I wonder if this game would be different if Nobuo had done it, mm-hmm. right? Or the kids from 12. Um, would it have felt different? I think this track, the, the score in this one, really did fit the game pretty yeah. well. Um, the, the battle music was, it didn't get too repetitive, you know, like some of them do. Um, some of the battle music, though, I love mm-hmm. to death. Um, I guess I'd say this one doesn't ring in the top five. But um, it doesn't ruin the no, game. No, I, I don't think so either. I think that, like you said, I think it works for the world. I think it plays to the game. Um, and even though it wasn't Nobu, I, and I don't know, maybe they don't, but I can't imagine that, you know, uh, those who have been in charge of music haven't studied what Nobu did, you know, does in those last right. games and says, I'm going to try and make it, you know, something similar. Right, yeah, that would probably be a really bad recipe. Um, but, you know, the the stuff that I really did enjoy about this one is, like, the overworld music when you get out of the car and you start just kind of going on foot, and then just, it doesn't start right away. It, it just kind of finds its pace, and then it kind of flutters in behind you in the background, and it's it's really nice atmospheric kind of stuff. And same thing in the dungeons, you know, very atmospheric mm-hmm. kind of music in there. Um towns have their own little scenes for each mm-hmm. town that you go to so um that's cool um yeah i mean it it it's good i'm um i don't know where uh, what i was gonna you know end this on with the music but um it was a good soundtrack i enjoyed it, 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 it yeah. it's something that um i would listen to you know just like in my classroom or my car or something like that it's not mm-hmm. as it's not as impactful as some of the other ones, like you know Final Fantasy VI. No. That that soundtrack matches so dang well with the entire story. It like yeah. tells the story yeah. uh, of the game. You know, if you're just to listen to it, it's just like, oh my gosh, this is so good. That that might be in part though, mm-hmm. because 15 is probably not going to be a game anytime soon that I'm going to feel the need to go back and play again and then really start associating right. songs with, you know, right, so right, right. Could be that. So I'm okay. So if this was somebody's first Final Fantasy that they played through and this was their first, you know, soundtrack, mm-hmm. um, is it is is it going to be one that they would remember forever? Maybe, but probably not as much as even some of the old ones. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it's yeah. also an, it's also a f- like, kind of a false positive game. If if you are really into this type of, um, you know, action battle stuff, and you play this for the first time, you're like, oh man, Final Fantasy. 
is an awesome series. Like, you know, holy smokes, mm-hmm. I really liked that. You know, you're going to get a false positive on that because when you go mm-hmm. back and play, I don't know, every other one, you're going to realize, oh, this is mm-hmm. very different. This was really an anomaly of the series as far as the combat engine was. Um, cause mm-hmm. I've had some of the kids, you know, some of the kids that I coach, uh, they've, you know, said to me like, oh, Hey coach, like I've, I tried final fantasy 15 and, um, and they kind of make a comment to the effect of like, oh, I, I didn't think that that was, you know, final fantasy. Uh, yeah, I, right. you know, and, and, and some people who most have played of, it weren't, of, were just turned off automatically, uh, who've never played final fantasy before. They're just like, I didn't really like the combat. And so you kind of have to then say backtrack and say, okay, that, that is not a good final fantasy to start on because it is, it is final fantasy in name and in a couple of other things, but really it's very, very different. It's the, the, yeah, yeah. The previous 14 games are in another league, we should say. Yes. You know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I would totally agree with that. It's, it's uh, like you're saying, if you think starting with this one and then going backwards is going to uh, resonate uh, through the whole series, a few things here and there, but as a starting point, you might want to go back a little uh-huh. bit further. <laughs> you know? Um, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. It's it it, it will um, be interesting to see because I know we've talked about you know and, and you've made uh you've alluded to this a few different times is ultimately it comes down to the bottom line, what sells video games. Yeah, yeah. And and and, and I ha- and now this is another interesting thing that we should probably talk about in another episode is uh, the change of of SquareSoft to Square Enix. Because the games changed when that happened. Enix, when they took, or yeah, when Enix took over, they it it, it felt like more of a big corporation company, if that makes sense, uh, with the bottom line in mind at all times. And for better mm-hmm. or worse, I personally think for worse for most of it. But um, yeah, anyway, that's another topic to talk about. Later. And yeah, so. I think what I was getting at with the bottom line is that is this type of battle mechanics and uh, the way the super action, you know, super fast stuff, is that, is that going to, is this setting a precedent for Final Fantasies moving forward? Or was this something to try mm-hmm. and capture a new audience and then maybe they start walking it back a little bit? Because we know with Final Fantasy VII Remake, sure. it is going to be action, kind of more of the action pack, but it also kind of has a turn-based methodology or, or a turn-based bit about it where everything slows way down and you can choose your next action. So it almost kind of seems like mm-hmm. they went, we're going full combat. The next game that that most people are going to play is going to maybe be you know full combat, but with a little bit of that turn-based in a way. So I wonder if they start walking mm-hmm. the series back a little bit, um, go back to the faux RP, you know, the faux... Uh, uh, turn-based and then go all the way back yeah, to, yep. you know, legit turn-based battle. I mean, I would be a-okay. I think I've mentioned this before. If they give us the option in one mm-hmm. of these games coming out with both, you know, um, I think the technical limitations aren't uh, quite there like they used to be. So hopefully we get to see of 
a, one game with everything mm-hmm. that everybody enjoys, um, whether that's active time or uh, turn-based or something in between. You know, hopefully we can just play the same game but in a different way. I think that would be a lot of fun. Like, it, for instance, if this game had an option at the beginning, full turn-based mode, you know, yeah. start game, um, probably would have a much different view of it, especially the combat side of it. But, uh, um, I guess that's yeah. neither here nor there. I mean, I would be curious. I'd be curious, I'm sure, mm-hmm. to go into that. I wonder what it would be like. But ultimately, so much of my love for Final Fantasy is based in the turn-based, you-go-I-go kind of battle. And like I said earlier, I realize mm-hmm. it's like baseball. You, you either love it and mm-hmm. you can deal with it, or you're just like, this doesn't make any sense yeah. at all, and I hate it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Nobody's moving yeah, on the exactly. field. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah. yeah, so that that I get. So, overall, um, you know, back to kind of mm-hmm. rating this game. You know, what, what do you think on, on your – what's your so, rating? What, yeah. what do you think? What would you tell – would you recommend it to new players? What would you recommend it to true, uh, like, long-time Final Fantasy fans? Like, what do you think? I mean, I think I, I said in the beginning of this, I have a very mixed opinion on this one. It is really hard for me to, to even give it a – I don't think I would want to give it a score. Um it's hmm. for young players I would say definitely at least check this one out I know they have demos and stuff out there so at least try the demo to see if it's your flavor of play style um, the same thing goes for the for the old veterans of the series too but um, I think the veteran players already knew what they were kind of getting into with this one uh, it's it hasn't you know, really hit all those comfortable, homey, kind of nostalgic buttons for us. So it's a new mm-hmm. game for sure. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, my personal rating, yeah, definitely not my favorite. Um, but it's still, I mean, I, I did 100% through one of the playthroughs, so it's still at mm-hmm. least worth that, if that helps yeah. for me. Um but you know, you kind of you have to weigh the um, playtime with the enjoyment amount, and it kind of goes down the farther you go. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I probably give you? it like a seven and a half out of ten. Like it's okay. It's it's a solid game at the yeah, base of I it. I mean, it's all right. Know? It's like I said, uh, it's probably not one I'm gonna go back and play through anytime soon. Um, yeah, it might be one you shelf for a few years and then you come back with yeah. a blank slate. Try it again. all over and see things differently. Yeah, see it differently. Now, bit, but, um, yeah, so, I don't know, seven and a half. But like we did with Final Fantasy IV, mm-hmm. you know, with Final Fantasy IV, we, we did the mm-hmm. old what makes this the best Final Fantasy in the series. Yeah, so, okay, on that, I, have, I do have one last thing that I forgot to kind of mention in this game. One part of this game that made it stand out more than even Final Fantasy game um, was the final, or it's not the final dungeon. It's one of the final dungeons. Um, it's an optional one that you get the, I think it's the black robe or something, which is a game-breaking mechanic, by the way. <laughs> but uh, that dungeon, I don't know if you got to it. It flips, 
it flips the game on its head as far as how you play the game. There is no combat in that dungeon at all. And the camera and the angles of the camera and how you control your character change entirely. And so it's like you're playing another game. And it's it, it threw me so much. Um, for that dungeon alone, I want to say that's why this huh. is the best five. Oh, <laughs> I enjoyed it that much. I, it really did throw me. Um, the rest of the game, I don't think I could say this is why this is the best one. Maybe the summons. Yeah. Summons, I think it'd probably be yeah. one of the things you could check in on. Um, I, if, if I had to say what made this the uh, best Final Fantasy, uh, in the series, um, I would probably say the open world play. Uh, the open world play mm-hmm. with the side questing and the ability yep. to do this, yep. that, and the other thing to find, you know, whatever you want so you don't have to get railroaded early into the series. Uh, I think that that would, you know, if I had to say this is the best game in the series, that that would be the th- thing that I would have yeah. to be very, um, the point very yeah. you know, heavy on. It is a beautiful world to explore, just in and in of itself, you know, hopping in that car and just kind of hitting cruise. I mean, it, it's kind of almost like a, a living background screensaver mm-hmm. thing, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, so hey, overall, it's an all right one. It's you play it, you'll enjoy it. Yep. It's it's not going to seem like a Final Fantasy. If somebody else slapped another title on it, you probably would say, eh, all right, yeah. This is whatever mm-hmm. game, and you know it has just happens mm-hmm. to have a Final Fantasy title, and there's some good music, and I really enjoyed the end scene. I thought that that was cool. Um, mm-hmm. There were parts of the story that were okay, but overall, it was it was okay. It was there was yeah yeah. I think that's a great way to put it. It was yeah, okay. It was all right. It was a game. <laughs> was I played okay. it. I enjoyed it. it was a Ross game. got it. To, to me or got it for me for my birthday so you know very kind of him um i'm glad i played it uh, i'll say that uh i i appreciate the changes that they tried to make and hopefully from that they can go okay this worked this worked this worked this didn't work this didn't work this didn't work yeah. so this was a bold change for them it really was yeah so i'm sure they're gonna learn some lessons from mm-hmm. it what yeah so excited to see the next one which hey well, we got to do another uh, show on getting caught up for myself because, like I said, I haven't seen any of the remake oh, updates. Dude. Yeah, it's pretty filthy. There's so much like there's ah, so I'm much excited. good stuff out there right now. Ah, you just I'm watch, just like, ah, oh I'm my excited. gosh. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, I'm not excited. I don't. I don't care about that game. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Me neither. Well, me me uh, neither. I just got the you know pre-ordered you know mega copy yeah, coming, yeah. not the one with the. Yeah. Well, okay. Eight okay. Well, cloud. that's on you. That's on that. Okay. That, I I I recognize my failures. Yes, good. At least you can see your own. Yes, and I absolutely do. But I step. I am a man. I am just a man, and I'm weak. So. <laughs> Simple male mind. I, am a, I, I see. Don't ask me to do. I much. see something I like. I purchase it. I realize <laughs> the. Uh, potential dangers of me purchasing something so early and how it continues to allow game companies to go, oh yeah, suckers will buy this before they even know it's good. (laughs) But it's Final Fantasy VII, the the remake. I've been been jacked on this for so long. So Even if it's terrible. Even if it's it's terrible, it's going to be great. There's no way that that, that game can be bad. There's no way. It, It can't be. 
There's no way. It could be. No. It could, you know, no. go with an open mind. It could be absolute <laughs> garbage. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. So, all right. Uh, anything, uh, anything more on 15 before we wrap this thing up? I'm pretty sure I touched on all the points that I wanted to, man. Um, yeah, that was a good one. That was. Good show. I enjoyed it. Next time we'll have... Good to be back doing it. Yeah. We'll get some Ross in here. He'll contribute something. We're not sure what, but he'll probably contribute something. Maybe. Yeah. Well, he'll at least yell at uh, some comments the fans have been leaving. Yes. Or yeah, absolutely. So That's what he's good for. All right, man. Well, uh, as always, it's been real. Hey, man. It's been fun. It's been real fun. You have yourself a wonderful little Thursday night, my good friend. Yeah, and uh, to everyone out there, bon voyage, adios, and uh, we'll see you. We'll see you next time. Yeah, thanks for listening, and always comment. Uh, feel free to stay in contact with us at Canary Podcast on Twitter. Um, if there's any shows you want to see, I know we've had some great recommendations that we have uh, on the lineup here before too long. Uh, we love communicating with the old fan base. And, uh, yeah, so thanks for doing that. We appreciate it. 